What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another episode of your favorite Christian podcast, The Real Spill, with your host, D to the Z, Y R E, Desire, that's me. Yo, it's a new season. It's a new day. I even try to sing that good. But um, yes, this is the first episode of my new year yesterday. Yes, yesterday was my 40th birthday. I call it my reset day. So um, I'm on 1,000. I am on 1,000. So um, I got a special treat for y'all. I wanted to record an episode. But instead of recording an episode, I'm, uh, I'm uploading one of my sermons. Um, the sermon is called Pressured to Produce. So y'all stay tuned for this special episode for y'all. No one else can touch my heart like you do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I can search for all eternity, Lord, and I'll find that there is none. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There is none. There is none. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, O God, for this day, O God. Hallelujah. A brand new day that we've never seen before. God, we thank you, O God. Hallelujah. God, we ask you to have thine own way, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Allow me to decrease and you increase in me, O oh God. Hallelujah. Allow your word to fall on good ground, O oh God. Not stony ground. Not even the thorns and thistles, O oh God. Hallelujah. But allow it to fall on good ground, O oh God, so it can take root, O oh God. Hallelujah. In your people, O oh God. Hallelujah. I acknowledge that these are your people, O oh God, and they are precious to you, O oh God. Hallelujah. So help me, O oh God, to deliver your word with love, O oh God, with compassion, O oh God. Hallelujah. The same way you love me, O oh God. Help me, O oh God. Yes. To deliver the word, holy God, hallelujah, and love, oh God. Hallelujah. I'm expecting a miracle, oh God. I'm expecting a breakthrough, oh God. I'm expecting someone to get healed, oh God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I'm, expect- I'm expecting someone to be set free, oh God, by mm-hmm. your word, oh God. So I thank you for meeting my expectations, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. So I believe that it is done, oh God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I know that it is done, oh God. You said it is finished, oh God. Hallelujah. So I thank you. Yes, God. I praise you. I honor you, God. Hallelujah. And I adore you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Yes. Give him a praise offering. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. All day. Hallelujah. But he deserves the glory. He deserves the honor. He deserves the fruit of our lips. Hallelujah. He deserves our worship. He deserves... Ah, hallelujah. He deserves the clapping of our hands. Hallelujah. He deserves it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful, Jesus. God, we love you. God, we love you. Yes. God, we love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Give an honor to God. Who is the head of my life? He is my best friend. Hallelujah. He's the one that makes me smile, even in the midst of the storm. Hallelujah. I 
We can talk all day about Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. So give an honor to God. Hallelujah. And give an honor to Pastor Tim and Pastor Sonia, the, the leaders of this ministry. Hallelujah. This great ministry. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank God for you all in this opportunity. Thank God for Pastor Dingle, Pastor Scotty, um, Pastor Rod, all the pastors, deacons, reverends, evangelists, missionaries, lay members, everybody. I love all of you. Hallelujah, Jesus. But I'm here to lift up the name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. That is, that is my goal, that Jesus be glorified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm coming from a very familiar passage of the Bible. Yes. I'm coming from Luke chapter 4. I'm reading just two verses. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but when you get time, read the whole yes. thing from Luke, Luke chapter 4, verse 1 through 19. Read the entire thing, but I'm only going to read verse 1 and verse 18. And it reads, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan yes. and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And then verse 18 reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. The word of God is blessed. Let's all say amen. Hallelujah, amen. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. I'm coming from the topic, pressured to produce. Pressured Come on. to produce. Come on. Come on. Now, yes. verse 1 had me stuck for a little while. I was kind of stuck on verse 1 because it said, Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost was led by the Spirit. Spirit in the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, being filled with the Holy Ghost. So he, he, he was full of the Holy Ghost, and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And we know what happened. This is where you find the, uh, the temptation of Jesus. This happened during this time in this um, book of the Bible. So I looked up the word wilderness, and the wilderness is uh, uncultivated, un and inhabited, it's inhospitable. It's a, it's a place that you don't really want to be. Unless you're an outdoorsman and you like the woods and like the desert, you don't want to be in the wilderness. So he was led by the Spirit into a place that's uncomfortable, to a place that didn't produce. He was led by the Spirit in a place that was empty. There was nothing to fortify him. Satan even tried to tempt him because the Bible said that Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights before being led into the, the wilderness, before being led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So he, he was hungry. He was hungry. And there was nothing in the wilderness that could have satisfied him. Because Satan even said to him, why don't you turn these stones into bread? He said, well, man should not live by bread alone. But he was led by the Spirit into a place that wasn't comfortable. And that, that just made me think. And and God began to minister to me on, on, on just that. I, I, I'm going I'm to go through the whole message, but just on that one verse right there. Sometimes God will lead us to a place and tell us to stay in the place that we just don't want to be. Y'all ever been on a job that you ask God to release you from? Like, God, I don't like this job. These people getting on my last nerve. God, I don't know. Why you, why you gave me this job, God? I'm ready to throw in the towel. Sometimes God will lead us 
to a place that don't fortify us, that don't sustain us, a place that, that we don't even understand how we got here, but we was led by the Spirit to this place. And see, the, the thing about the wilderness, the wilderness, it produces, the wilderness is a form of pressure. Hallelujah, Jesus. In the wilderness, wilderness pressure is applied to our life. And, and we, we go through these, these things in life. We, we get on jobs. We're in towns that we might not like. We're in places that's uncomfortable. But God said, I have to put you there because pressure has to be applied to your life. Pressure, pressure. We don't like pressure. Every time somebody talk about pressure, we sometimes feel some type of way like, come on now, like, I'm going through stuff. I don't want you to preach about pressure and, and stay, in the, stay in the fire. I don't want you to preach that stuff. But the truth of the matter is we are going to have wilderness experiences. We are going to, have, we are going to come into places where we don't want to be. Sometimes we, we preach uh, messages and we sugarcoat the gospel so much that we don't tell the people the truth. The truth of the matter is we are going to have these experiences. We are going to get into places that we don't want to be. And we could be still led by the Spirit. Some people, we talked about Job in Sunday school, how his friends were like, yo, you did something wrong. Sometimes you ain't doing nothing wrong. God placed you there because he knew that this pressure is going to produce something. Hallelujah. Now, the word pressure, pressure is continuous physical force exerted on or against an object by something in contact with it. So the pressure that we're under is going to, it's going to produce the necessary oil to get the work done. And see, in, in, in my prayer time, God, God gave me the word attrition. Now, I heard the word attrition before. I don't like science, people. I do not like science at all. So <laughs> when God gave me something that has something to do with science, I'm like, Lord, like, where do you want me to go? So I looked up the word attrition, and attrition is the action or the process of gradually reducing the strength or effectiveness of somebody or something through a sustained attack or sustained pressure. So we might ask ourselves, why would God allow attrition? Why would God allow attrition? That's a good question. <laughs> God allows attrition because sometimes we go through this pressure because we got a flesh problem. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got to go through, we gotta go through things because our, our flesh is in control. I remember, I, I remember working at this daycare, and um, there was one parent that got on every nerve that I had. Now, I'm saying Holy Ghost Phil, ministering to people. I mean, I was the go-to person for prayer. All of this stuff. And this parent was getting on every last nerve that I had in my body. Every nerve she got on. And one day I dropped my kids off in the infant room. I was ready to go home. I was off the clock. She comes to me, girl, I told you to tie my baby shoes. I don't know what happened between her yelling at me and put her hand in my face up until the point where my sister was holding me back because I was trying to jump over the playpen. I didn't know this stuff was in me. So God allowed this woman to put pressure on me so, I, so that I could see that I still got anger issues. I wasn't completely delivered from my anger issues. I thought when I went to the altar and said, Lord, I give you my life, and God filled me with the Holy Ghost, that all of my problems is gone. But 
the truth of the matter is, this pressure had to be applied to my life so that I could see what was in me. I still had anger issues. I, I still couldn't control myself. I completely blacked out. My sister told me that I threatened to snatch the lady's throat and I was trying to jump over the playpen that time. I was at work in a Christian school. I was the, 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 the go-to person for prayer, the go-to person for worship. And I, I didn't have temperance. I wasn't producing the fruit of temperance. So God had to apply pressure. Yeah. He had to apply pressure to my life. And see, we don't like pressure. The truth of the matter is none of us like pressure. But the truth is also that our spirit man and our flesh is never going to be, they're never going to have the same amount of influence. One is always going to be stronger than the other. But God doesn't want our flesh to ever have complete control. The Bible, if you look in Romans chapter 8, it talks about the flesh and how the carnal mind is entity to God. So the carnal mind wants the opposite of what God wants. When God tells you to go here and your flesh is like, nah, you don't like the people there. Mm. God would tell you to go and preach this word and your flesh would be like, no, you need to preach about money because if you preach about money, they're going to call you back. You you preach about sin, they ain't going to call you no more. Mm. Jesus. Your, your, your spirit man, your spirit man will tell you to, to go and sow a seed. God will tell you to sow a seed, but your carnal man was like, nah, you know you got bills due next week, right? Mm-hmm. So your spirit man and your flesh man will never be equal. One will always have more influence than the other. And God wants your spirit man to be in control. That's why Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights when he went into the wilderness. So when he was faced with, when he was faced with the pressure, he knew how to withstand yes. the pressure of, of the temptation. I want to, let me tell y'all, I'm going to be a hundred. I wanted to slap that lady so bad. I want, and God had to show me, Shaniki, you did not arrive. Hmm. You did not, you thought you was all that in the bag of chips. I had to show you that you wasn't. That pressure allowed me to see who, who, was, who was not completely dead. My carnal man wasn't completely dead because it rose up under pressure. Mm-hmm. The pressure is part of the process. Mm-hmm. The pressure is part of the process. Hallelujah, oh Jesus. We are, led in the, and we are led by the Spirit into an uncomfortable place because there's a process that we have to go through. Sometimes we don't like the process. That's right. We don't like the, there's pain in the process. There's yes. tears in the process. There's some people gonna leave you while you're still in the wilderness. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. The people you thought was gonna have your back, they're gonna stand by your side. They're gonna like go, Shanika, go. Those same people will leave you while you're in the wilderness. But yes, God yes. said that's part of the process. Well, come on. You have to go through this process. Jesus had to go through the wilderness. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. He had to go through the wilderness. He had to go through a place of being uncomfortable. He had to go through a place of being by himself. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, Hallelujah, yeah. Jesus. This is a part of our development. This is part of our development. No matter how, how spiritual we get, we can always get a little bit more. Hallelujah. There's always going to be a time, hallelujah, 
where God has to develop us for the next. We don't like development. I've been teaching, I've been in education for over 20 years, but no matter how many years, my first year they had some classes I had to take for professional development. My second year, my 18th year, there was always something that I had to go through, which was a little bit higher than what was before for my personal development. So we have to still develop. So God will allow us to have these wilderness experiences so that we could develop in him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, the pressure is part of the process. God wants us to be productive. And sometimes we're not productive because we don't want to go through the process. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to do the work, but we don't want to, we don't want to go through the process. We want to be called a preacher, but we don't want to go through the process. We don't want to pray. We don't want to fast. We don't want to turn our plate down. We don't want to sow, but we want a title. God said that we have to go through the process. And I'm not talking about man-made processes. I know, I know there's some man-made processes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the process where God will develop us. The Bible talks about, I think it was, they were called the sons of Zeba. I'm not 100% sure, but the Bible will talk about this group of men who try to cast out demons, and they went to the demons and try to cast them out, and the spirit was like, Hold up. We know Jesus. We even know Paul, who you is, and beat them brothers right up because they didn't go through the process. They tried to do the work without the process. But God is saying that there's a process that we have to go through. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. The work will not get done right without the process. It will not. We might be able to get some work done, but it won't be done Right, unless we go through the process. We need the, the oil to go to, to, to get the work done. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. And then we can't get lost in the process. We can't get lost in the process. We can't get lost while we're under pressure. We're like, God, I can't do this no more. We give up hope while we're in the middle of the process. God saying, no, I need you to hang in there. I didn't even give you, uh, I didn't even give you what, uh, what's required for where you think you want to go. Yes, uh, so I just gave you enough to get you to the next step. So if you can't stand this pressure, how are you going to get to where you want to go? You say you want businesses, but you don't like paying your light bill on time. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to apply Jesus. pressure so that you can know what to do when I get you to the place you want to be. Yes, uh, Hallelujah, yes. Jesus. We can't get lost in the process. Hallelujah. Yes. Sometimes our oil is limited because we don't go through the process. That doesn't mean we don't have no anointing. It doesn't mean it means we're limited. It's, we're limited in what we're doing. Some people are over there laying hands with no oil. They ain't fast since 1948. They didn't pray since 1999 when they thought the world was <laughs> come on, end. Come on. They didn't seek God for nothing, but they laid hands on everybody and their mama. They preach it to everybody and their mama, and they don't even commune with God. Their oil is limited because they stopped in the middle of the process. The pressure was too much. Much for them. They say I can't do no more. I've been saved for forty years, so what else is there? I've been going to church since I was a baby, so what else is there? But God said, No, you got I gotta apply some more pressure. I gotta allow you to go through this wilderness. Hallelujah. I gotta allow you to go through this wilderness experience. Hallelujah, Jesus. And the truth of the matter is we get annoyed in the wilderness. Hallelujah. We have pain in the wilderness. We get 
frustrated in the wilderness. We get an attitude. Hello? I'm raising my hand. We get an attitude in the wilderness. But God said, do not give up because you think that the pressure is too much. God said, the pressure is not too much. I'm in you. All you got to do is keep going through. Hallelujah, Jesus. The pressure will produce what is necessary to get the job done. Hallelujah. Sometimes we, we, we try to do everything in our own flesh, but we don't want to go through pressure. We're like, you know what, if I take this class and take that class and take that class, I could get here. And God said, no, I'm just trying to apply some pressure. Go ahead. You can still take the class, but you're still going to go through this pressure. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Jesus. Preach. Preach Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Preach. Hallelujah. We can't give up in the pressure. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about two specific times where, where Jesus was in like a wilderness experience. And the one was what I just read in, in Luke when he, he had to go through the wilderness and he faced temptation. And he said, I am anointed. But then the second time that he had to go through, hallelujah, Jesus, he had to go through a crushing stage. He had to go through a, a period of wilderness. And that was from the Garden of Gethsemane to the cross, hallelujah. When he went on the cross, hallelujah, the Bible said his body was crushed. Hallelujah. What that meant, there was so much pressure on his chest that he couldn't breathe. Elder Dawn talked about our breathing yesterday. Jesus was on the cross, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he gave up his last. The Bible said his body was crushed. That's why he talks in short sentences. Hallelujah. Where he said, I thirst. Hallelujah. Because he couldn't breathe. Hallelujah, Jesus. So as he was on that cross, he said, it is finished because he couldn't breathe and his body was crushed. Hallelujah. But that was not the end of the story. Hallelujah, Jesus. That was not the final place that Jesus was at. Hallelujah. Even though his flesh was crushed. Hallelujah. That was at the height of his ministry, hallelujah, because what was about to happen, hallelujah, Jesus, the devil thought because his flesh was being crushed, because he couldn't breathe, the devil thought that he was, just because you're going through some pressure, that don't mean you lost, hallelujah, just because you're going through some pressure, hallelujah, that don't mean that God turned his back away from you, hallelujah, that means your story is just beginning, hallelujah, that come means on, come on, come on, hallelujah, is going to propel you to your next Placing him, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, because God is placing pressure on you just to produce the oil, hallelujah, the necessary oil to get the work, hallelujah, that he's placing your belly. He's placing the work in your belly, hallelujah. And only way it can get done is he applies the pressure. Hallelujah. I thank God for the pressure. I thank God for the pressure. Hallelujah, Jesus. After Jesus' body was crushed, hallelujah, he went down and he, he the Bible said he died and then he went to hell. And somebody, a, a preacher said he preached a three-day revival, hallelujah, Jesus, and he came back alive. But that's still not the end of the story. Jesus' pressure, hallelujah, was a seed for us to have eternal life, hallelujah, Jesus. My God, come on. For us to be redeemed, for us to be saved, hallelujah. There's somebody attached to your pressure, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. The pressure that you're going through, hallelujah, that somebody attached to it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. What does that mean? And now Jesus is God. He's 100% God, 100% man. So if he wanted to, he's going to snap his finger, hallelujah, and jump off the cross and slay everybody who was around, hallelujah. But because we were attached to his pressure, he said, no, I got to stay 
Thank up you. here so Shanika could be redeemed. I gotta stay up here so Pastor Tim will be will be redeemed. I gotta stay up here so Prophetess Hartwell will be redeemed. Hallelujah. So we are attached to the pressure that Jesus had to withstand. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank God for the pressure. Hallelujah, Jesus. If you look at the olive, if you look Look at the olive. The olive is a small little nasty fruit. Some of y'all might like it. I don't like olives. Nasty fruit that produce <laughs> oil. Yes. But the yes. only way, now the fruit itself could be eaten. Yes. But the oil, so much more could be done with the oil. Hallelujah, Jesus. You by yourself might be cool, but so much more could be done if you got the oil. Hallelujah, Jesus. You can get stuff done. Yeah, I ain't knocking what you do. You can get stuff done. But you can do so much more with the oil. It's the oil that destroys the yoke. It's the oil that makes the difference. Hallelujah. But the only way the olive can produce the oil is through pressure. Hallelujah. Without the pressure, there's no oil. Yes. If you just eat the food, that's it. That's it. But if you press it, ha, yes, God, hallelujah, the oil will begin to come out. And they use, they use the olive oil for cosmetic, pharmaceutics, soap. They use it for um, fuel. They use it for cooking. So many more things they use the olive oil for. But the pressure was needed. Hallelujah, Jesus. It was needed. Hallelujah. You're being pressured to produce. God didn't place the pressure just because God wanted to. I, I always say that God has a sense of humor, but God ain't just trying to play no pranks on you. Like, I'm going to put them in here because I want to laugh. God's not just, just doing it for his own pleasure. He said, no, there's more in them, so I got to apply some pressure. God. Hallelujah. Jesus. God, for the left, left us. As is, say I do the work, but he said, "Nah, they need they need help." So let me apply some pressure. Let me apply the pressure. Hallelujah! Don't give up while you're in the pressure. Don't don't give up while you. I know it hurts. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I know it hurts. I know I know you feel like you're all by yourself. Hallelujah! I know you feel like there's nobody around. You can't call. On nobody, but God said, This is how I want it. I want it like this because now you can call Thank on me. You. And when you call on me, Hallelujah. I got every answer that you need. I can sustain yeah. you, I can uphold you. I'm gonna yeah. tell them to turn off their phone, I'm gonna tell them not to respond to your text because I want yeah. you to talk to me. I'm gonna Hallelujah. apply the pressure. This yeah. pressure is for you to produce. Hallelujah! There's so many anointed people on. On this line, and I'm sure everybody is going through something. I'm sure everybody got some, they're under some kind of pressure. Hallelujah, Jesus. But God's saying, you're being pressured just to produce. You're being pressured to produce. Hallelujah. Where he's taking you, you need oil. Not that you don't have oil, but he want to give you more oil. Come on. 
The oil that you have might be for now, but the oil that he's trying to produce in you is for later. So we got to go through the pressure. Hallelujah. It's waiting. It's uncomfortable. The wilderness is not a fun place. And you might find yourself in a wilderness. But God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm here with you. Hallelujah. David wrote, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shower, that I fear no evil for thou art with me. David, David was in a valley. Hallelujah. Um, Hallelujah, Jesus. So though you might be going through your wilderness, don't give up. Don't get lost. Yes, Hallelujah. God. Do not get lost in your, in your pressure. Don't get lost in your wilderness. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said hallelujah. At this time, you're... Thank you, God. You're going to be able to hear him even more clearly. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You didn't know before whether you were hearing God, but God said, this pressure is going to cause you to hear me more clearly. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With some people on the line, God has disconnected you from people. Hallelujah. So you can be by yourself, so you can hear him, so that the, the pressure of being by yourself will produce the oil. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we thank you. Thank you. God, we thank you for your thank people, you. God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. We even thank Hallelujah. you for the pressure, God. The thank pressure God. to produce, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you, oh God, for applying the pressure, oh God. Hallelujah. That's making us better, oh God. That's making us more holy, oh God. That's making us more righteous. That's making us look and walk and talk like you, God. We thank you for the pressure, Father God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And everybody on this line, oh God, we ask you, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, to speak to them, oh God, hallelujah, so they can understand the purpose of the pressure, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, so that they can understand why they're going through the pressure, so they can understand what type of fruit they have to produce, oh God, in the middle of the pressure, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Allow them to hear your voice more clear, oh God, so that they will know what your purpose is for their life, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah for those that you are elevating in this hour, oh God. Hallelujah. Give them direction, oh God. Help them withstand, oh God. Hallelujah. Help them stand even in the evil day. Hallelujah, Jesus. As the enemy may try to attack them. Hallelujah. From the left and right. Hallelujah, Jesus. We ask you to have a hedge of protection around them, oh God. Hallelujah. So they can stand firm, oh God. Hallelujah. Knowing that you are with them, God. Hallelujah. Jesus.
here am I. Hallelujah. You never asked God to come into your heart. This is your opportunity now. When Jesus was on the cross, hallelujah, he died for the entire world. Hallelujah. He died for all of us, the whole world. But eternal life is only promised for those who believe. Hallelujah, Jesus. And if you're on this line and you believe, hallelujah, just lift your hands and say, God, take me. Here I am. I'm yours. Hallelujah. Forgive me of my sins. Hallelujah. Come into my heart. Come into my life, Father, and make me over again. Hallelujah. I believe that you died and you rose and you're coming back for me. Y'all, I pray that this episode was a blessing to you. It was most definitely a blessing to myself, you know, just listening to it again. When you're actually preaching, a lot of times you don't really hear certain nuggets because you're just letting God use you. But when you go back and listen to it again, you're like, yo. So some there's some nuggets in there that I didn't realize was in there until I listened to it again. So um, that was a sermon that God gave me back in March. So I pray that it was a blessing to you and that it encouraged you to hold on just a little while longer. Hold on. Even though you're under pressure, it's uncomfortable. It's a place you don't want to be, but God has a purpose for the pressure. Oh, I need to preach that. God has a pur- purpose for the pressure. But um, I'm out If you get a chance, I want y'all to go uh, uh, do a search for The Journey. It's called The Journey, A Life of celibacy it is um it's mainly for the women the ladies uh ladies um it's just talking about relationships and the latest episode was called um know your role and play your position and then protect yourself so um y'all go check it out it's um it's for us ladies who's trying to remain celibate until god present us to the God-fearing man that God has for us. So, y'all, go check that out. Um, I'm Audi. It's been real. Yo, we are in a new season, a new day. God is, man, God is doing some stuff, man. I thank God for the reset. We are, I call this my reset season, my reset time. Yes. So, y'all, stay tuned. I love y'all. I'm Audi. Peace.